It's been a long time that I've been here at 10.30 Mass. Normally I come for the 5.30 uh, celebrations. But it's, a, it's wonderful to be here with you today in this wonderful time of Advent, a time of preparation, a time of preparing the ways, as traditionally we keep uh, saying. And as even Jesus said, he is the one that came before me to prepare the ways. And so here we are trying to prepare the ways. And in many ways, searching for those signs, the signs of Christ's presence uh, in the world. And today's readings is all about, so what are those signs? What are you looking for? What the world is looking for for 21 centuries? What are we looking for? And at that time, they really knew very clearly what are the signs to be attentive to look for. They were looking for the signs coming from the prophet Isaiah. And Jesus basically told them, don't look for my words. These are the signs, and he created this list uh, of the signs that were happening right there. The blind regain the sign, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hears, the dead are raised. Those are the signs. And in this time, Pope Francis also in this Christmas, in this Advent season, wrote uh, an apostolic letter. Um, in the beginning of December, so not too far away, and called Admirable Signum, which translated uh, to English says more or less like this marvelous sign. So, and the entire apostolic letter is all about the nativity scene. Traditionally, we are accustomed to see in the churches and in our houses the nativity scene, and we take it for granted. Two or three years after Jesus resurrected, they start building the nativity scene. Not necessarily. Uh, it was in the year 2023. 2000 now. 1,223. So when the Francis Assisi, with his companions uh, in Assisi, went to a village close by and asked uh, a friend of his, can you build me? And he described the nativity scene that he was looking for. Um, and so, 10 days before Christmas, he asked that request. And he said, on the eve of Christmas, we'll come by. And that's what they did on the 24 nights uh, with uh, torches and lights not flashlights, because it didn't exist flashlights, but just torches, uh, they went along the way to see what they were preparing. And when they arrived, his friend prepared a live nativity scene. So everyone was in their understanding what the nativity scene was, was dressing up as Joseph, as Mary, a little baby was there, and all everything was prepared as they expected, as they imagined, as they composed in their minds what could be potentially the nativity scene. And all the people that arrived there, they were just marvelous. In this evening, in this middle of the darkness, they saw through all this darkness, they saw the beauty, the simplicity, the joy of what was going on. And they all rejoiced. 
in the middle of the darkness they saw the light. And from that point on, as we know, the nativity scene has been over and going over and over around the world and in so many ways being spread and we now we have in our own homes the, these little uh, ceramic pieces that we put it on and we remember but more than remembering that it is what it represents the sign that it represents and as we look very in a very simple way we see is almost like through our imagination we turn alive what really happened potentially in our imagination because no one was there uh, with, a, with a phone and uh, taking photos and sending to Facebook and Twitter and all the other places and saying this is going to be recorded for eternity. What we have is our recollection through the written word that allow us to imagine, allow us to conceive, allow us to be inspired and through the centuries, we have so many artists writing about it, uh, painting about it, uh, sculpturing about it. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci wrote, uh, painted this beautiful painting about nativity, and so many others did the same. And in our imagination, we continue today to manage what really happened. And what we are searching for, ultimately, is to see this light, to see this joy, and is a sign that we are called to be inspired for. And when we go to our homes and we look for a space, sometimes we see that there is a little space there, but I need to clean it up, I need to get it ready, and I need to prepare the house and, uh, and put the, the Christmas tree, and I need to create space for that because I'm going to have guests, and the entire house basically goes through a transformation because I'm getting ready for Christmas. And I spend a lot of time sometimes preparing whatever is going to happen during Christmas Day. Because we know that is going to be a time of joy. We know it's a time to prepare uh, for the gifts and so many other things that in our mind I have all these lists of things that I'm getting ready for. But also in spiritual ways, we are called also to build up this nativity scene in our hearts. We are called to create space in our own lives for Christ's presence. So as we're getting our house ready for the guests that will come, as we get our gifts ready for the people that the, they will come, we are creating space. We are creating a, a chunk of time also for, for the people that will come. Is a time also to ask ourselves in our memories, in our lives, in our hearts, are we creating time, are we creating space for God? Because preparation for Christmas is not just all uh, the appearance of the light, it's also a preparation that the light in the middle of the darkness will come to us. Which means we need to let it go about our worries, about our concerns, about all the things that make us be in anxiety mode sometimes, being uh, uh, so worried about it, what will happen during that day, what do I need, what gifts do I miss, and so on and so on. More than that is, am I, am I creating time in our hearts? 
Am I creating space in our hearts for God? So it means, imagine our house again, a spiritual house, as a place that we all come spiritual guests. And most of all, we are inviting Jesus for our Christmas party. Do I invite Christmas, Jesus, to a little storage room in my house that I'll open a little door and say, oh my God, I have a little space for you, dear. Or am I inviting to a larger space? And if so, am I creating space for God? Am I creating time for God? And as you know, mentally, in our memories, in our space, mentally, we have a lot of rental space in so many worries that we have. We are worried about whatever happened to me last week, whatever happened to my friend two days ago, what happened to, to my mother or my father or my kids uh, some time ago. And that becomes a lot of mental space, let's say, in our memory. Am I letting go to be present to others, to be present to love, to be present to God, to be present to Jesus in a way that when he comes, I can invite it to a very large open room ready to welcome everyone. And so Christmas is also a time to prepare our mental and spiritual home, to empty in the ways that the goodness can come, in the way that love can come, in the way that light can come. And that's my prayer for all of us in this time of preparing the ways, that our, we prepare mentally and spiritually the ways of the Lord, which means let it go what doesn't belong there, cleaning our spiritual house for whatever is occupying too much space in the way that when in many ways the house is almost like semi-empty, it means I have time for others. I have time for God. I have time to love and to be at peace. Amen.